right and the left. That's correct. You are. Because you're living on a line. It's a linear expansion in this direction and the other one. It has infinite length but infinitesimal gain. Timeline is only one dimension for you to meet your friends in meters on the line. It's like, Go ahead. yeah, so I was just saying, I've, I've started listening to uh, like these late 80s, early 90s, like like dance, like very synthy dance hits, kind of like one off, probably never really heard of them, but you probably recognize the tune if you, you know, if you're in my generation, I guess. Um, Na- okay, name one. Pull up your uh, Spotify. Uh, let's see. I got, um, I use uh, Google. Oh, what about this? Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of like that kind of. I'm a robot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, Where is it? So, like, here's one. Okay. It's uh, In a Dream by Raquel. Oh, man. Yep. And then, um, oh, there's a party going on, Debbie Deb. Of course. And then, um, where else? Spring Love by Stevie B. Okay. Uh, Catch Me, I'm Falling by Pretty Poison. <laughs> All right. Um, Back to Life, Soul to Soul, which I think Amazing. is a relatively known song. Um, where else? Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Lisa Lisa and Cult Jam. Uh, wow. Funky Little Beat by Connie. All right. Um, this is good. Yeah, it's like what all these like... driving to work music? It just... I. It just came on my, uh, like, YouTube Music has this thing called a super mix, and you just, you know, I use, I'm i a big fan of voice commands while I'm driving. I don't like looking at a screen when I'm driving because I'm a safe person. Yeah, opposite of me. Yeah, so I'll, I'll tell, I will dictate to Google what exactly I want I want it to do, and I'll say, hey, Google, play my super mix, and it's going to start playing it right now. What is it playing? Shit. What's it going to play? Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> I just I just shut it up. But. <laughs> Let's see hey, what Google, it does. Play my super mix. I'll tell you the first song that comes on. Cool. That didn't work. It, <laughs> yep. Hold on. Here we go. All right. Uh, oh, here we go. Caribbean Queen by Billy yes! Ocean. Billy Ocean. Yeah. Uh, what else? You got um, uh, Pack Jam by Johnson Crew. Okay. Uh, they're playing our song by Trinier. Party all the time, Eddie Murphy, which is terrible. Okay. Yeah. There's a party going this has on. Really Debbie gone Dead. down in quality. Quick. Yeah. <laughs> Friends <laughs> the, by Houdini. The latter half of your drive is gonna suck. <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, take your time, do it right. The SOS band. Okay. You got a. Uh, I don't know. How long do you want me to keep going here? This is good. I'm oh, Diamond Girl, Nice and Wild. That's great. You're my Diamond Girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where else? Oh, the freaks come out at night. Is this like, how long has this thing been going on for you? Uh, it's just, just in the last couple of days. Like Google's really? trying to 
shift my preferences to like, you know, late eighties, early nineties, like, you know, dance slash hip hop, like pop music. And yeah. I'm all right with that. I'm all right with being engineered, like socially yeah, it's, engineered. It's weird how they that. do that pretty openly. Yeah. That's like how half of my music tastes formed. Yeah. It was like recommendation from YouTube. Yeah. Like the algorithm wants you to be, I don't know, into that music for whatever reason. I'm sure there's some nefarious purpose behind yeah. it. Yeah. Well, they're. It's not going to make views. me more tolerant. Sorry, no, Google. <laughs> no. It's not. Still dropping N bombs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When you do you drop do you drop an N bomb when you're listening to hip hop in the car? Yeah, if I'm singing along with it, absolutely. Yeah, I don't. You're dropping those N bombs, and are yeah. you are you throwing yourself into them or? No, not really. Just uh, at, to the extent that the artist throws themselves into it. Yeah. Oh, you're just mimicking the artist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I am. I I, I am a. Uh, you are the guy at that yeah. moment. No, I, I'm not. I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but I, I can carry a tune. Like I did. Can you uh, carry a tune. I can. Yeah, that's why I was kind of up on this whole uh, bring in karaoke to uh, Childerberg. Because you want to be able to sing for everybody. I want to bust it out. I want. What are fucking... you busting out? Oh man, Ave Maria. That's what <laughs> I should do. You, Luciano you... Pavlotti version. Wow. You're yep. gonna you're gonna do a Pavarotti cover, yeah, of Ave yeah. Maria. I am, but you're as gonna, a bass, not a tenor. You have some nerve, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I'm 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 feeling like my my balls are like gonna be giant because of that. Yep. What is your yeah, second like, song? Do you have any non choir songs? Oh man! Uh, All you do is choir songs. No, I'll I'll, uh, I'll bust out maybe uh, little things that kill. Oh wow, Bush. That's number two. Um, what else can I do? <laughs> do some uh, Stone, like, Temple, Stone Temple Stone yeah, Temple Pilots. Yeah, Stone Temple like, Pilots. Yep. <laughs> Plug. Yeah, it'll be like in yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, there's really no end to my talent. Again, not to well, not to pat myself. You on the kind back, of have already. You've kind of already fenced your talent off to yeah i've, I've really music built this up. and grunge yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh who's the guy that originally did that um the fucking german composer that did ave maria i'll find out why it's on the tip of my tongue uh franz schubert yep schubert my man schubert your man Schubert. Yeah. Is he in? He's an inspiration for you, or he is. I think all German composers are. What, look to Google a picture of him, please. He's Schubert. ridiculous. Looking. Oh, dude, I bet, I bet he is a fucking two out of ten. He's ridiculous looking. He looks like Dwight from The Office. Oh yeah, he really does. Wow. <laughs> he looks like a fat version of Ace. He does. Yeah, like a like a doughy Ace. He looks like Hyde from that '70s show. Yeah, he's gross looking. I mean, he's he's, I guess he's not. Who, gross who's looking. a rapist, right? What, oh yeah, he is. Yeah, Hyde's a rapist, right? Yeah, he got. In, yeah, he got in a, a little bit of Me Too trouble. But who among us, you know? Well, I don't really know who what happened us? to him. Uh, he Danny Masterson. Yeah. 
that 70s show actor, Danny Masterson, is standing trial on three counts of rape. Damn, he fucking had an all-you-can-rape buffet. All-you-can-rape buffet. Yep. Three people? That's that's a good amount. He denies the charges. He said he had consensual sex with the women. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he would prove his client. Uh-oh. Yep. Uh-oh. Masterson is a prominent Scientologist. All former women were Scientologists. All, all three women were former Scientologists. Oh, wow. So he tried to rape them back in. The judge said she found the... The judge said she found the women's explanations credible that church mm-hmm. teach them from reporting their accusations. All right. This is, uh, yeah. he's free on bail, but hey, but hey, he's free on bail. Yeah. Yeah. I he's mean, the charges can't be too credible. He's free yeah, on man. bail. <laughs> Have you, did you ever get into watching that, uh, Leah Romini like special no. about the church of Scientology? No, I never did, but I know it was a pretty big, uh, expose. A, yeah. Yup. I'm surprised she's still alive, to be honest. Those people are fucking insane. She's hot still? Uh, Yeah, I guess. She's holding it together, yeah. Yeah. She's not bad. Did you ever watch that shitty sitcom, Kevin Can Wait? My my stepdad got into it. Kevin Can Wait? No, it's like uh, King of Queens, isn't it? No, King of Queens is good. You know they made a, a, they re-ran it. Oh Jesus! No, called I Kevin know, can yeah. wait, and he's like, he's like, it's a different guy, but it's the same cast. Jesus, it's that's like when they so tried to crazy. reboot when they tried to reboot Roseanne without Roseanne. <laughs> <laughs> it would be funny if the show was just called. <laughs> <laughs> just called Roseanne. Roseanne, <laughs> Roseanne two, <laughs> two. It's just called two. <laughs> just called John Goodman and the John Goodman lab. carrying things. There are thirty-seven episodes to this show. Yeah, it's and a two-hour special. Yeah, I think I watched I the two-hour special. On it. He should be. He could probably speak at length about it. Okay, I'm looking at the episode history. Yeah. She goes to visit some former ones. She talks about how they put her in debt. She talks about L. Ron. Operation Freakout. Yep. What is oh, Operation yeah. Freakout? Holy That's shit. Fucking... Operation Freakout was a Scientology, a Church of Scientology covert plan Intended to have U.S. author and journalist Paulette Cooper imprisoned or committed to psychiatric hospital. Hell yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? They plan. They were planning to gaslight her until she literally freaked out and they could imprison her. 
First, a woman was to imitate Paulette Cooper's voice and make telephone threats to Arab consulates <laughs> in New York City. No. Second, a threatening letter was to be mailed to an Arab consulate in such a fashion that it would appear to have been done by Paulette Cooper. Third, a Scientologist volunteer was to impersonate Paulette Cooper at a laundromat and threaten the current president, Gerald Ford, and then Secretary of State Henry Kissinger. A second Scientologist would thereafter inform the FBI of the threat. Wow. It's amazing. Wow. That's fucking amazing. You know, why can't they, we be that cool? Do they do that a lot? Do I'm they sure. Do this a lot? Are there other operations? Uh, two additional plans were added to Operation Freakout. The fourth plan wow. called for the Scientologist agents to gather information from Cooper so that the success of the first three plans could be assessed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Nice. Operation Snow White is, a, is a criminal conspiracy by the Church of Scientology to purge unfavorable records about L. Ron Hubbard, including 136 thefts from government agencies, foreign embassies, and consulates. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. That's uh, so good. With These up to 5,000 covert agents. I know, they're amazing. Like, they are more competent and more, more like, driven and motivated than, like, most governments. That's, this is nuts. Like, the Soviet, like, the Soviet spy craft and all that crap has nothing on these guys. How do we know these guys aren't operating those? I mean, it very, well, because, I mean, Scientology still has the reputation it does. If... If Scientology had that kind of clout, then we would be what? like, we would be Scientologists. They're like, uh, they're like second-rate Jews. They believe in, uh, uh, what did Jews believe in? Moses? Yeah, something like that. What did Jews believe in? Seriously. I don't know, the, the, the Old Testament, I guess. The Enu? Oh, Jew? No, yeah. Yeah, Jews. Jews like Moses. They like David. They like uh, all those first uh, Old Testament guys. Scientologists, yeah, they 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 believe. Zenu. Like yeah, that's Zenu. it. Sounds like a Jewish name. No. Uh, Hebrew. No. no, it sounds like a fucking like an Elron Hubbard novel. <laughs> you know, like like the bad guy in a fucking fifties you know B movie. Well, I saw this video of um, Tom Cruise. Who who's who is based? I'm just gonna say it. Tom Cruise is a very cool guy. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll admit I I am a fan. Oh yeah, huge, mm -hmm. huge. Name a bad that, movie. Uh, I try to name right. a bad movie. We're jumping around here today. We are. We don't have. We'll get back to it. I will. We'll get back to all of this because I'm keeping tabs. Yeah, we don't have Carr to keep us grounded because yeah, Carr decided gonna... not to show up. Yeah, Carr. All right, we'll get back to Tom Cruise. Carr decided to see the new Minions movie. Yeah, he like it's said like... that in the ch he said that in the chat. Yeah, and I was like, Carr, if you're not a hundred percent in on this mind, body, and spirit, then like you you need to figure out what you want to do here. Because all of us are contributing, like we're we're sacrificing ourselves every every Wednesday 
to bring quality content. Every single Wednesday, each one of us shows up and and just puts out top quality content. And if that's not something that he can support, then I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. Outrageous. He Yeah, he said, I'm pulling it up now. Sorry, guys. Gonna have to pull out of this one. And then he put it like an emoji, like I guess because pull out is because he was talking about coming or something. It's yeah. Not, it's very strange. He doesn't do that a lot. I'm going to have to pull out of this one. Got an opportunity to see Minions, The Rise of Gru before release. I have to go. That's all he yeah. said. Yeah, he has to go. It happened at five. Oh, no. It, uh, it happened before we recorded on Wednesday. Uh, what's uh, what's the relationship status of uh, the monarch of Carcadia? Is he uh, is he is he the world's most eligible bachelor? Are you saying he, uh, you think he's going on a date to go see Minions: The Rise of Gru? Well, that's that's kind of what I'm getting at. I don't want to get ahead of myself. I don't want to like piss anybody off. I mean, well, I, you, he had a lot of enthusiasm for for it. So but it's you, it's you unknown. If, he, you would think that if he was going on a date, he would he say. Would just, I'm going on a date to see yeah. a movie Here's and not I'm going Here's to see Minions, The Rise of Gru. Yeah. Specifically. Yeah, it's, it's got to be a date. That sounds like something. Uh, you think you know, it's a date? I think it's a date. And I, I don't think it's going to go very well. Do you think it, the movie was his choice? I, I highly doubt that. Carr doesn't seem like a, uh, a Pixar movie kind of guy. It's a... Uh, a universal film. He seems like a uh, By volleyball instructional film kind of guy, like uh, a stu- student of the game. Like even in the off season, he's looking at, you know, looking at the competition, scouting out, you know, videos and all that. Set you know, just- after the events of the first film in the 1970s, a 12 year old grew is growing up in the suburbs. A fanboy of a team of supervillains known as the Vicious Six. Oh, spoiler alert, by the way, I guess. Gru hatches a plan to become evil enough to join them. When the Vicious Six oust their leader, legendary fighter Wild Knuckles, Gru interviews to become the newest member. It does not go well, and things only get worse after Gru steals a precious stone with the help of Kevin... Stuart, Bob, Otto, and the other minions, and suddenly finds himself the mortal enemy of the apex of evil. On the so, run, Gru and the minions turn into an unlikely source for guidance. Wild Knuckles himself and discover that even bad guys need a little help from their friends. This is literally like that immortal technique song, Dance with the Devil. That's the entire plot of that song. Isn't that about where he rapes his own mom? Yeah, but you know, it's it, it's not it's you not think that Gru big. Rapes of a, his own mom. It, it's not that big of a departure. It's just not. Yeah, if you're going to be pretty vicious, you would rape your own mom. Yeah, and then and then kill yourself, and then. Oh yeah, you that's know. right. He kills himself at the end of yeah. that song. So Pixar, why don't you come up with some actually original ideas for once? Yeah, like I'm tired of these sequels and prequels and you know adaptations of. Existing, existing media, existing franchises. This is, you're gonna like this because this is this is uh, funny. There's a character named Master Chow. Okay. 
Okay, so you already know that he's probably got a Fu Manchu and a yeah. rice and a rice patty hat. Yeah. And there's another character called Nunchuck, who's a member of the Vicious Six. She's a nun, and she wields nunchucks. Huh. Like, yeah. Wow. She's a nun, and she wields nunchucks. Oh and man. Nunchuck. Yeah. Us uh, and us. Uh, Kind of a <laughs> Marlena Marlena grew grew's mother. <laughs> well, I know who the subject of the song is going to have to be. Yeah, it's, that's very unfortunate. But, Stronghold, you know, a member wow. of the vicious six with big metal hands. Now, OK, there's an actor who's playing Stronghold. I want you to guess what Stronghold's race is. And then I'll tell you who the actor is. And then you'll go, well, obviously Stronghold's race is going to be the same as this guy. Because this guy is, is such an iconic voice. Is it, he's black. No. Really? That's right. It's Danny Trejo. Oh, yeah. The Chicano. Wow. Yeah. Danny Trejo is still fucking putting in work. Dude, he's got to be 95 years old, right? Yeah, five foot two, 95 years old. No way. Is he five foot two? Did he cut a guy's dude. hand off? Something like that. He, he, did, he put in some work in prison. He stabbed a sailor in the face. Wow. <laughs> well, yep. Sorry. He probably deserved it. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to. Yeah. I'm, I'm not he about met to. met Charles Manson in jail, and he called wow. him a dirty, greasy, scrawny white boy. But wait, how tall. Char Charlie Manson was short. Yeah. Right? But how uh Charles Manson height and then Danny Trejo's height. So Charles Manson is five six. Yeah. Danny Trejo's five six. And Danny Trejo is five five foot five five and three quarters. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Danny he's, Trejo he's, he's is not a smaller. big dude. Danny Trejo is shorter. And Charles Manson. He really is just built like a short Mexican dude. Yeah, right. But he's jacked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's probably still jacked. Wow. I wouldn't want to fight him in his prime. So let's go back to Tom Cruise's filmography. We wanted to look at that to see if he's made a bad movie. Yeah. All of the Mission Impossibles are good. Yep. Agreed. Interview with a Vampire. Amazing. A great I'll, fucking film. I'll, I'll watch that. Like, if it's on TV, I'll just watch it. It's one of those movies. Uh-huh. He had an uncredited cameo as himself in Austin Powers. Yeah. Austin yeah. Powers in Goldmember. Yeah, that's that's leaning towards, I mean, Did I know that's like, like a that well- movie? Yeah, I'll, like, I guess wow. I, it's one of those movies I liked at the time, that franchise. I liked it when it came out, and then I... I really grew out of that. I rocketed out of that quick. Yep. I get it. Mission Impossible 1. Mm -hmm. Great. Eyes Wide Shut. Amazing. Kubrick's last masterpiece. Magnolia. Great Paul Thomas Anderson film. Mm -hmm. Minority Report. Amazing. Mission Impossible 2. Tropic Thunder. Valkyrie. Yep. Yes, Rock yes, Rock of yes. Ages. Dude, how about this? Uh, the Color of Money. 
There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Color of money. Scorsese. Yep. Is that any good? I've never seen that one. <laughs> I, I just watched it the other day, and it's oh, it's you? fucking amazing. It's uh, what's his face? Uh, Paul Newman. Oh wow, the yeah. guy from the sauce. Yep, the guy, guy from, from the, the guy from the fucking dressing. What's the deal there? Does He's he just, own that company? Uh, it's like a charitable, like pretty much. He set it up as like a charitable company that. I don't know if all of it or a certain percentage of it goes to like his foundation to help whatever. But uh, he was like a philanthropist in his later life. Good dude. And every woman in the world thought that he was a hot piece of ass back in the day. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Oh, yeah. If I look half as good as him when I'm in my 70s, I'll be happy. Oblivion? Hey, here's a movie everybody liked and I fucking hated. Edge of Tomorrow. I enjoyed it. I, I wouldn't say I was thrilled about it, but it I enjoyed a, it. Just a the Groundhog Day. It was came out in twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. Was it and that long ago? And it's Groundhog Day. Yeah, dude, it was a long time ago, dude. Wow. Yeah, I think I, I think I was in high school. Yeah, not sure. Thought it was all right. I think that actress is kind of hot too. Uh, that is Emily Blunt. Yeah. Emily yep. Blunt. So it's got Tom Cruise, Bill Paxton, Emily Blunt, Brandon Gleason, directed by Doug Lehman, screenplay by Christopher McQuarrie, and the writing team of Jez. Jez? Jez. Jez and John Henry Butterworth. The guy's name is Jez Butterworth. Wow. That's disgusting. Yeah, his parents must have fucking so, hated him. Check this out. The movie is about <clears throat> Europe is occupied by an alien race. Mm-hmm. And and Tom, I feel like I can call him Tom. Tom is a PR officer. Yeah. He has limited he has limited experience and he has to join an operation against aliens and yeah, he, he gets, gets caught drafted, in a time right? loop. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he gets caught in a time loop and has to go back to the same point in time. Yeah. Like every day, and he remembers. He remembers like, you know, everything preceding that, but nobody else does. So. Yeah, it's Groundhog Day. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it's just it's action Groundhog Day. <clears throat> Which I mean, I I think that's a that's a pretty cool concept. I'm all right with it. I didn't. I just the way it plays out in the film is just fucking boring to me. Anyway, Jack Reacher. I thought that was all right. Yeah. Jack Reacher, Never Go Back. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen that. May, that might be a contender. <laughs> Mission Impossible, Fallout, Top Gun. How did I miss Top Gun? Yeah. Taps. Uh, is uh, Cocktail in there? Yeah. Yep, Cocktails is I fucking just remember amazing. That. Rain Man. Oh, yeah. A Few yep. Good Men. A Few Good Men. Dude, that's a, go- that's a great fucking movie. Born on the 4th of July. Yep. These are like movies my dad was a massive fan of. What did you think of The Last Samurai? I didn't see it. No? Nope. 2003. Edward Zwick. It's an epic. How long is it? 154 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a long one. And it's where he's a Chinese guy or like what? 
Well, he's an American that like ends up in Japan during the uh, uh, what's that? The Meiji Restoration. Yeah, the Meiji Restoration. The Satsuma Rebellion led by Saigo Takamura and a Westernization of Japan by foreign powers. Oh, this is a real event that happened. Yeah. Yep. Set of events. Oh, so it's a docudrama kind of thing. I know. Uh, yeah. An epic period piece, maybe. Yep. It is, and uh, okay. I I enjoyed it. Army Captain Nathan Algren. Traumatized by the atrocities he committed during the American Indian Wars, goes over to Japan and no doubt commits more atrocities. <laughs> uh, yep. Tom Cruise. It's Ken Watanabe. I like Ken Watanabe. He's in one of my favorite movies. No, wait. Yeah, he is. What What else has he been in? Batman Begins. Oh fuck yeah, yeah. Which is I'm, I'm that's not one of my favorite movies, but it's a good movie. Yeah, it's the it's. Have you have you seen that whole series, the Batman series, Christopher Nolan's? Yeah. Yep. There, I need your thoughts on the third movie because the third movie is is really funny. Oh, with uh, that that's the one with Joker, right? No, the not third the one, one is the one with fucking. Oh, with Bane. Bane. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I fucking love that. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I thought he did so good. We're going to blow you all up. Yeah. Do you feel like you're in charge? <laughs> <laughs> and then he breaks Batman's back, and then Batman recovers. Yeah. <laughs> and then he and then he takes an entire football stadium hostage. It's a yeah. great thing. It's a great thing. Scientology controversies. Do you want to go on to this? Oh man, we could we could have fucking an hour long episode about that. I yeah, wanna, I mean, uh, I'm learning I think it's, things. I think it's safe for me to to tell you what I mentioned in the chat earlier. Um, I was in a parking lot eating some convenience store pizza, as <laughs> as I do on my lunch break. Right. And I was like trying to plan out my day after my my after lunch day. I'm like, all right, I got to do a couple things at work. I'm going to visit my parents, and then you know what? I should just fucking go home. My girlfriend's going to be asleep because she works overnights, and she she takes like Benadryl and melatonin and just goes <laughs> into a coma. And uh, I should just wake her ass up and propose to her. <laughs> and then I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, yeah, I should just fucking do that. And I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, no, I can't do that. I have to record today. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a good line. Oh, fuck. That's so good. (laughs) And I like how you had to be like, she's not home, so I can say this now. (laughs) No, No, the thing is, she is. She's on the pennies? Yeah, no, no, she's up and about, but I gotta be stealthy about it. How many Benadryls do you... uh... Do you ever take those things to go to sleep? I don't know. I, I'll take a melatonin every once in a while. I only do the five grams. That's like the recommended dosage because apparently you can kind of poison your body if you take too much. Of the Benadryl? No, the melatonin. Oh, that stuff fucks me up. No, I I, I love it. Like that sometimes I, me, I, it makes me dream about bugs and things like yeah, that. Yeah, I do have uh like you get weird dreams like that. It. Yeah, but. You know what? Nothing will ever compare to Chantix. Um, <laughs> the it, the is, Navy. 
What is the Navy chanting? will pay for uh, smoking cessation? Oh, smoking. Yeah. So I did the uh, did the nicotine patches and was like, ah, this sucks. It doesn't work. So then they they kind of level you up and they're like, all right, we're gonna put you on Chantix now. And I'm like, all right, oh, wow. cool. So I took Chantix for like a month and. After about, I don't know, three or four days of taking it, you just have these, like, vivid nightmares about, like, you know, being torn in half. And normally that's, like, when your dream ends. But, no, like, it just no, keeps, it keeps going. going. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're looking at your legs and your intestines and you're crawling around. And, like, just vivid, like, you know, you would think that you knew way more about, like, human anatomy than you ever did or, like, you know, you could wake up and write like a, a an Oscar-winning horror movie, like with with the plots of your nightmares. Like it's it's insane. Yeah, that happens to me with just melatonin. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, Chantix Pfizer, is a whole other look, level. You probably know about this. Then Pfizer is voluntarily recalling all lots of Chantix 0. Mm-hmm. 0.5 milligram and one milligram tablets to the consumers due mm-hmm. to the presence of nitrosamine. N-nitrosovarenicline at or above the FDA interim acceptable intake level. Long-term digestion of this substance is associated with a theoretical potential for increased cancer risk, but mm-hmm. there is no immediate risk to patients taking this medication. Yeah. Nitrosamines are common in waters and foods, including grilled or cured foods. Huh. I like in the study, I like in the study that line after the paragraph I just read says Chantix is a treatment to help patients quit smoking and is intended for short term use. So they yeah. get a little advertisement in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> and, they, and they got that contract. They got that right. sweet fucking DOD contract. Wow. Well, but yeah, man, it, it fucked me up. I, I ended up stopped taking and the thing that got me to quit cigarettes is just this stupid vape right here. Yeah, but you didn't quit the vape, so like. No, I didn't. I, I what's I'm the? Just, well, I still have a crippling chemical addiction to nicotine, yeah. but the way sure. I explain it is, it's harm, it's harm reduction. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not, but that's the way that I explain it. Yeah, you know? fair. Harm yeah. reduction. Yeah, absolutely. It, yep. I was going to ask you what kind of harm, but I'm not going to because you're so confident. Well, I mean, look at it this way: Am, am I putting like? Uh, combustible fucking plant matter in my body, tar and all that. No, no. But you are you putting vitamin E acetate in there or anything? I'm putting like two commonly found food preservatives in there, but uh, <laughs> so far so good. Yeah, it'll preserve you. What is it ve- vegetable glutamate and propylene glycol? Yeah, those are those are naturally occurring. <laughs> mm-hmm, somewhere, they're in your food. You eat it. You ever had a hot dog? You know how good hot you know hot dogs I have are good had a for hot you. dog. Yeah, that's true. They are. <laughs> oh, what else? Oh yeah, I was supposed to uh, give you some news. Oh yeah, you got any news? Because I'm j- I was gonna just talk about things um, we can learn from Scientologists. I'm in a uh, Massachusetts group chat for like you know all the all all the near slash kind of out group people, and um. There's a there's like five drag queen story hours going on. Oh my god! And uh, yeah, that's that seems to be the flavor of the week is uh, you know, and 
I, I can't really blame people for feeling, uh, uh, get, getting worked up about it. And then you have that uh, lawmaker in Florida that's talking about banning Sabs. them. And, yeah. Sabs. Yeah. Sabatini's yeah. going to make it a felony to uh, bring your child to. Uh, yeah. Uh, drag uh, there's a few. Yeah. There's a few things it could mean. Um, yeah. Sabatini's probably not going to get that passed through. Um, no, probably not. But it's uh, it's it's in the Overton window now, which is. Yeah, uh, uh, yes. Yes. Which is kind of what I, the only thing. Um, I, I feel like just about, here's the deal. I feel like just about everybody listening to the show in every group chat that I'm in has a similar opinion about this situation. There was some controversy on the timeline, mm -hmm. uh, which the people involved in that can settle it as they will. But yeah. in talking to all of them individually, they've got the same opinions. Yep. So I don't know what happened on the timeline, but yeah. the opinions are similar in the areas that matter. So I just want to get that out of the way because I don't want to uh, get up on a box and state the same opinion everybody else already has. We already all know this is completely Yeah, the fucked. argument is how they arrived at that opinion. Yes, right. And, everybody and knows guess... this is fucked. 99% percent of America knows this is fucked. Yeah, yep. San Francisco doesn't. So yep. the, the anyway, doesn't. that aside, the thing that as this started to come out, no pun intended, was I'm looking at it and going, how common is this, mm -hmm. and why is it on the news? And so you kind of just answered one of those questions for me already which is how common is this? You're telling me there were multiple of these events occurring? Yeah, there's a flyer like that's getting passed around in the greater Boston metro area. Now, it just occurred to me, uh, there it's, uh, some call June Pride Month. Mm -hmm. Is this a Pride Month-related thing? I'm sure, I'm sure, yeah. Let me see if I can find that flyer. Yeah, but, um, see if you can find that flyer. It's very interesting. And, yeah. And just to give the audience kind of a an, an insight, how, however however much it's worth, into like where we're at in like the deep blue progressive mecca of Massachusetts, um, the level of dissidence, like the the discourse between dissidents, falls in two camps. It's uh, those that are fine with using the state to crack down on this and do and kind of be the um be the surrogate for what society should be doing anyways um and banning them making them illegal and then those that view uh a more direct action type approach like protests and activism and uh eschewing politics and um it's kind of a it's kind of a microcosm but like way further left of what we see on the timeline at large between like, you know, the, I, I, I think they're like people that are just stuck in 2015 and people that are here and now in 2022. It's, it's, it's an interesting dichotomy. Are you talking about the detractors are stuck in 2015? Yes. And you're yeah, picking the, the year that, 2015, just meaning none of this existed. Well, no, that was like, that was a, 
that was probably the most uh, among our in group, out group, near group, whatever. That was probably the most um, the most common approach to like this type, like these cultural uh. war issues. Like, however embarrassing it might be, we have to we have to face up to it. Back in 2015, the most common approach was like, you know, state intervention is just going to make it worse. You're giving, you know, you're setting a precedent to um, to give the state more power and normalize right. the state intervening in these sure. culture issues. And while I held that opinion at one point, um, you know, the the urgency of not letting kids get groomed and the absolute failure of every approach that I had in 2015, uh, you know, caused myself and, and a lot of other people this this rightward mar- rightward march to, you know, paleo libertarianism, proto fascism, whatever you want to call it. The um, trying to think about this the right way, the um, the the thing with the libertarian approach to this. Mm-hmm. And you, I mean, this is probably evident to a lot of people because they probably think it. Yeah. Again, I've talked to a, quite a few folks on both sides of the, while I still believe both detractors uh, uh, b- arguing about the specifics of what exactly has to be done. Um, the fear on the libertarian side of this. I, 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 I I've narrowed it down to this and then you can, you can clean up my language, but this is the language that I'm going to use. There's a fear that using the state to ban these shows becomes a tool to use the state to kill a lot of gay people. Yeah. That is the, does that, I, I and that's, this is not what I'm saying. This is what I believe. No, I'm not even saying this is a re- this is a reasonable, but I am saying this is a fear. Yep, that libertarians have, and I think when I put this same thought to the rightward marchers that I spoke to, I do this all in DMs. I have no interest on doing stuff on the timeline because these people are my friends. This is not a show for mm-hmm. me. And by the way, there's plenty of people already participating in the public stuff. Yep. Um, I, I talk to a lot of people in DMs. And the so, sense that I'm getting as a response to, there's a legitimate fear that this is eventually just a way for the Christian right to kill a bunch of gay people. Yeah. And I, I pick all those words very carefully because I put this to a lot of people. All the right word marchers go... That's fucking crazy. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, let's say, let's say that their fears are completely rational and this does become that slippery slope into, you know, a, a like a complete genocide of LGBT. Sure. Um the the equal and opposite of that <laughs> you have to weigh that against the other slippery slope that us right wingers talk about all the time. And that is that this is a way to molest children in mass. Right. Well, I did. And the thing is, I think the way you're saying that is a little bit ominous, <laughs> but, but the, but the, simple yeah, fa- but the simple fact of it is one of them is 
a, a possibility and one of them is a, a dream it's an imagination it's not a thing that anybody well has any he, desire well let's say there were straw men like the worst straw man argument that yes this is a coordinated plan to bring into the overton window the idea that we should like eliminate all gay people which is because like, there are plenty of people who do believe that. I just don't think that the relevant parties in the discussion that anybody believes. Oh, that. yeah. You know no, what I'm saying? I, I am talking yeah. about in-groups specifically here. Oh, yeah. Um, because right. what's happening on the national stage is ha if politics exists, they're done pragmatically. So mm -hmm. unfortunately, if you think it's unfortunate or fortunately, uh, what you put out there is it's as simple as that. You have yeah. to make a value judgment and compare two. And you yes. have to you have to accept the risk of one or yeah. the risk of the other. Doesn't mean like you, that you so have two competing logical conclusions. Like you either like for the left, it's you know if you look at the left, your your straw man argument for that is this is a way to normalize molesting children. I don't. And, and, I, and by the way, the right. I don't think that's a left opinion. I think no, 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 this no. Is this is the fringe. straw man. This, this is, is the very straw fringe. man. Yeah. Okay. But the straw man, the absolute extreme straw man, slippery slope on the right, looking at it from the left, is that this is a way to mass genocide gay people. Yeah. And they're two completely ridiculous, insane arguments. Well, you know, see, I, but I don't see know. how you go well, mm. you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the, the normalizing, right. like sexualizing children and all that. And yeah, yeah. I mean, this that's, is that's a, not this that is, far you know out of left is? field for me. It's a litmus test. Uh, that's it. Yeah. There's only there's there's what and you not, what happened in your brain right there. I've seen happen to a lot of people mm -hmm. who I've talked to about this. Oh yeah, no, like it's something that it's it's kind of an an opinion that I've never really articulated before. But yeah, I once I once you talk it out, you're like, eh, oh, well, <laughs> right. And I, by the way, I don't think this is a this is a is what the point is. I I don't I think there's almost no chance. That any of this, it, it will be used to commit a genocide against uh, gay people. No, no, I don't I, believe I so don't, either. I don't just don't believe that. What I can see, but I totally is... believe that there are havens of child rape within these. Yes. Uh, even within the, even if you go the 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 drag show, they can somehow make the drag show completely sterile. It's yeah. still it still opens up a haven for rape because all of these pageantry things do, and like you know if if you don't have an outlet for the people that strenuously disagree with 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 it, um, then you're you're putting both children and and drag queens and the LGBT community at large at risk because you are like nothing is radicalizing normies faster than. Like seeing pictures of like kids with drag queens. Yes. Yes. Yep. One hundred percent. I I personally like that, but you know, like I I, I acknowledge I'm an outlier. <laughs> yeah. You personally you personally like. I, I like the radicalization. I don't correct. Like the, I don't like the picture of. Yes. Know, pictures of kids with drag queens. They're all going to uh, come after us. We already attacked the Church of Scientology. Yep. We're already on this. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We're. Oh man, yeah. I, I I'm actually more afraid of the Church of Scientology than I am any three letter agency. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, but in, 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 in Where closing, is in, yeah, I don't know. I wish she was here. <laughs> in uh, in closing, 
Yes. I agree with everything you said. I really, uh, man, I, I, there's all, all I'm going to say is timidity is a big problem. Yeah. Um, it's, it's becoming uh, a really big problem. And the side that is the side that takes a timid approach loses this. And that's all I'm going to say. I think the side that takes the timid approach is going to fucking explode at some point. Yes. When, when they've had enough, I I'm not saying that the side right now that opposes the timid side Mm -hmm. is even taking the right path. But I am saying being timid in any respect, you're going to lose. Yeah. You're going to lose. So you got to people, people who are, are, People who have this sense as libertarians mm-hmm. that this is opening the doorway to a really, really bad thing. Yes. You better, you cannot be timid. It's not going to work. And people are going directly over to the side that's confident in what it believes and that mm-hmm. wants to take action right now. Yeah. That's, this is, that's it. That's a warning, I guess. Yeah, no, it's, no, I agree. Um, you know, and I, I, we don't really have any normie listeners, so it's not like no, I we don't directly. No, and most of our, and again, almost all of our listeners, they agree on this. Yeah. So I don't even know who we're talking to. Yeah, no, we're preaching to the choir. And again, I'm not advocating one side or the other here, although I've got a clear <laughs> side that I'm on. <laughs> um, I'm not advocating one side or another here. I'm saying uh, if you want to win if you want your ideas to win and then you can effectuate them however you want as a libertarian, I still haven't figured yeah. out how that happens. But if you and want your ideas to win, you cannot be timid. That's it. To you, to you wondering about how, how prevalent this really is and whether it's just, um, you know, uh, a one-off situation here and there that happens to get media attention or just like, you know, the only the most blue insane progressive communities yep. like engaging in this. Um, my, I would operate on the assumption that it is prevalent, that it is going on, and uh, you know, sun, sunshine being the best disinfectant. I would, you know, you you can do your part on social media by just amplifying everything that you see, because hmm. yeah, we all have fucking normie mutuals that you know don't like it. Yeah, this is becoming like the libs of TikTok thing. Yeah, where. All the work is done by the other side. Yeah. And and it's so outside of the window that mm-hmm. a normal person sees it and goes, I already know how exactly to oppose this. Yeah. So this is and, – and this is one of those things. And it's and I, not just I, social I, media. It's like it, – I don't even initiate the conversations. They just come up. Like when I'm at – like I've been to – a few yep. graduation parties, a, a wedding, a funeral, and like just like all these family parties, and like that shit will come up. Like when we're out, yep. you know, out in the front smoking a cigarette, I'm drinking a beer. You know, it's funny. You know, it's funny when the when normies express their opinions on these things. They're always simpatico. Oh yeah, absolutely. They're always immediately in lockstep about it. Yep. They know exactly what their opinions are, and they and they all oppose it. But again, I think all the people who we're talking to also all oppose it. So I don't think that's the battleground. 
No, it is. I think the battleground is everybody here opposes this. How do we deal with it? How you do we to, deal with it? Is you the have question. to do whatever, however you deal with it. It has to be collectively. It has yeah, to. Yeah, that I agree with. At least look like you have the numbers, and that you know you represent normal people. And and if there are people who are going, I actually don't oppose this at all. Which is why libertarians can never lead the charge on this. No, <laughs> they'll no. put it in the context of like something insanely stupid or unrelatable. <laughs> yeah. Anybody who's listening who goes, I don't intend on opposing the, the uh, uh, child attendance at a drag show in any sense. There's the litmus test. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's, that's the first litmus test. And then the next one is a spectrum of how effective is what you want to do to stop this going to be at what price. That's the spectrum. Yeah. And the price will always be your livelihood. Like that is, that's the, that's the going assumption, at least in my, in my location. Well, I, yeah, I guess in your location, but you, uh, I offered you many times to move to Miami. <laughs> so, <I know>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, I'm doing kind of like a, uh, fucking a, a dialectic thing with my girlfriend where I tell her that I want to move to Florida and that we're going to move to Florida. And then, uh, she, she says, no, no, I'm not moving down South. And then I say, okay, we'll compromise and move to New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hey, that works. Yeah. yeah, that works. <laughs> that's the synthesis. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Cause that's, that is, that works. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, a bucket of controversies. I guess we won't talk about Scientology conspiracies because that no. was our show. But uh, maybe we can do that over the line. Absolutely. Um, interesting. Yeah, I, I didn't want to discuss that issue because it's so fucking uh, – Carr actually tweeted um, a great encapsulation of my feelings on this. I'm going to pull up his tweet. The boy boss – Follow him at TLE underscore car. He is locked right now, so you might not get in right away. <clears throat> June 8th. Me. And there's a picture of a uh, what appears to be an African man running at the Olympics or some major competition. And it says, me. There is no way the timeline can keep up this pace. It can't possibly become more irritating. It's becoming tired. It has to be the TL, and it's the picture of the guy running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel. And yeah. 72 people liked it, so they mm. probably all agree. Yeah, like yeah. That's 73 because I didn't like it. I empathize with the um, just being beaten down and demoralized by how annoying the timeline is. Yes, these are my but, uh, friends. Yeah. I, I do empathize with it, but I, I don't, I, I guess I don't share that approach of expressing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, my job is to encourage it until they burn themselves out and then they move on to something else. I don't, and I, I'm not opposed to you doing that. Hmm. That's fine. I, I am a, I'm a pantheist about this thing. Yeah. Everybody has a role, yep. and that's fine. But we I don't have to be happy with the present situation. <laughs> we're we're each one BB in the shotgun approach. Yes, in the face in the face of liberty. 
<laughs> in the face of the Libertarian Party. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. We should get Todd on the podcast. Dude, we should. <laughs> we really should. I, I almost. Hey, for I all came the, yeah, I so know, close. I know. I know. I came, I, and I, and I, I started, I started like my draft with Todd. I love you to death. But <laughs> yes. Yes. Like. <laughs> I also wanted to go, Todd, please. And yeah. then. Yeah. Todd, yep. as a friend and a longtime admirer. <laughs> like, yeah. Please. Please. Yeah. I should have but sent him a DM. Uh, That's what real friends do. They go, hey, man, I don't agree with what you're saying here. Let's, he's like the treasurer of the Mises caucus. That, I know, that, and by that, he's that by far the, mo- the most qualified guy. He really is. In, in any position in that party. Except uh, ideologically. <laughs> except, yeah, well, I mean, except certainly in a couple of things that I saw yeah. on the timeline that I vehemently disagree with. Yeah. Yep. But maybe we can get him on the show. Maybe we. I would can, love to get him on the show. Maybe we can convince think... him of of our thoughts. There's no. Yeah. There's no reason why we couldn't, right? No, Open there is. Minded and guy. I, and like he's come out with like some bangers before, where it's like, yes. oh, he has so much potential. If only he would take this to like the next, you know, logical step. Uh, yeah, and it's just by the way, this is, his opinions on the tweet. For those of us who don't know what the tweets are, you're probably better off. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Just know he tweeted some things that Aaron and I disagreed with. And um, I don't see why we couldn't uh, talk to him about it. I, I don't want to convince him that any other thing he believes is right or wrong. No, except one all. topic. Yeah. And I bet he's knows. I bet I'm wrong on a lot of things and he could convince me of them. And this yeah. is one thing where I think he's wrong and I'd at least like to talk about it. Um, yeah. I, w- I would love on the to. Show. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been a while. It's been, it's a been while. too long. If Todd hears it, you know, he's got an open invite and we could kind of, if he wants to go back and forth, if not, I'll still have him on the show, but yeah, this frustration comes from a place of love. Lit- well, I love the guy. I truly yeah. do. Yeah. I love the guy. I do. I'm hoping he comes to Childerberg. In fact, Childerberg five, Childerberg go. It's Japanese for five. Mm. Uh, Todd, you can come out. And we could throw it down. We can we can have a hoedown. Yeah. Uh, eat a lot of cheese, square mm-hmm. dance. And we can Karaoke. talk about we can talk about you know, your favorite strippers, and I'll tell you about my favorite strippers mm-hmm. and why our kids shouldn't be around any of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean Yeah. I I'll I'll save it. I'll save it for an over the line. Because I, I, I could talk at length about this. <laughs> and I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, listeners, you heard it. We can get him on and over the line. You better get to just convince him. Uh, you know what word to send him in his DMs to convince him to go on over the line and talk more about this. Oh, yeah. One yeah, word. my DMs are completely open, by the way. Um, yep. And he's throwing it out there. I know, like, we're, we're entering another recession. They're saying next year it's going to be another recession. <laughs> And um, I know that a lot of our listeners have these go nowhere fucking cubicle service jobs, and uh, you know you just need to uh, acknowledge the fact that you're not supposed to like your job. You're supposed to support your family. Like your 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 job satisfaction that's that's a myth. That's a lie. 
It's something that you resign yourself to. And then you come home and you put bread on the table. Am I right? I like well, my job. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's not impossible to, to, to satisfy working. your to satisfy your need for like a good job and also make a lot like make enough to be comfortable. Yeah. It's just um, that's that's not the case. More. I often. don't hate my job at all. My boss is going to come to Childerberg next year. That's excellent. Yeah, he's great. My boss is going to take me to a, a tranny. Yeah, fucking you're, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, you're, your boss tranny is taking you a couple of drag queen story <laughs> yeah, hours. Where yeah, where I'm going to get fucking cummed on and squirted on. Yeah, and you're right. And that'll be on over the line. Time. And we'll get Steppy on. <laughs> what an awful, no. what an awful topic that Steppy had to listen to. Yeah. Such a mild yeah. guy. Says. I know. <laughs> I felt I'm... bad. <laughs> Yeah, so he probably just wants to talk about like actual things, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. fucking injected his dick right with there. Heroin. You could have convinced him yeah. to become orthodox. It was your chance. Yeah, no, and, and I went. I, I fucking swerved. You turned the other way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, speaking of which, you you might like that. I think I, we talked about this in the chat too. I'm uh, so there's like no orthodox churches within a 40 mile radius of my house. So I'm um, gonna. And my, my girlfriend's Catholic, or at least was brought up Catholic. That means the kids are Catholic, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yep. It's so like being I, a Jew. Yeah, that's uh, that's the direction I have to take. Is, but I, I, I've re- like it's, ladies it's and weird. gentlemen, I, we got him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> hold on, yeah. wait, hold on. I have a Counter Strike voice for a reason. <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's just uh, that's the direction I have to take. To be look at him somberly him. looking down, knowing that fealty to Rome will burn his skin. <laughs> yeah, it's um, I I've always had kind of some quibbles with the Catholic Church. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> why yeah I, us too. Yeah, I which is why I opted. You know, t- turn my sight towards Constantinople. <laughs> right. A problem-free place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing bad goes on there. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> or Moscow. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> great stuff. All right, Aaron. Well, thank you for uh, joining us on the show yeah. today. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I figured... Uh, you know, it's just going to be me and you, I guess. Yeah, you, know? you and me. Um, Car is going to go see Minions. I yep. crew. I'm going to go see Tears for Fears. Um, oh, really? Oh, yeah. Going on Thursday. Wow. Yeah. I would. Oh, man. I would go to that. Well, you should move to Miami then. <laughs> uh, I should check out their tour schedule and see if they're coming <laughs> up there. Nobody wants to come up there. You got to be quadruple vaxxed. You know, you know what fucking sucks is Duran Duran has a tour going on and they are completely with in Massachusetts. Really? Yep, they are not coming to Massachusetts. I think That's like. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Hell yes. You know, you know where they're probably going? Florida. Probably so, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. All well, right. We're all winning in our own ways. <laughs> uh, shout out to Franz Schubert. Yep. That was my last 
uh, tab and um, keep two hands on the wheel. <laughs> ah! Damn it.